statistics are never that much and probability is never that much of a comfort to people. You would have heard somebody saying in the newscast with Stuart McGinn that your chances of being killed driving a car are much higher than your chances of being killed on a plane. And as a matter of fact, we've had several years in a row where we've had very few commercial airliner incidents, although in the last six weeks, you can be forgiven for thinking what the hell is going on. Uh, and yet, in that door blowout on the plane, Nobody was killed. In the plane, which was almost burned beyond recognition in Japan, nobody was killed. But still, it's never going to come as any comfort. And I think it was Malcolm Gladwell who documented that in the months after 9-11, a lot of people were afraid of flying. So a lot of people opted to skip flying and take to the roads. And roadway casualties went up. But again, this sort of stuff offers little or no comfort to people, which actually kind of dovetails nicely with some of the economic stories and financial stories we're going to talk about right now with financial columnist and commentator Patty Lovett-Reed. Nice to have you. Good morning. Good morning, John. So I know where you're going. Oh yeah. Well, that's the crazy thing. People call uh, economics a science, and it, it and yet so much of it hinges on sort of a rational human behavior. And so, when it comes to the economy right now, um, inflation is going down. Uh, unemployment is kind of holding steady, but we're in a pretty good jobs market right now. They say it's a workers' market, and yet mm -hmm. Canadians are very, very pessimistic. They are. And there have been several reports that say the vast majority of Canadians think we're already in a recession, uh, even though we've never had two consecutive negative quarters of GDP uh, growth, which would be negative growth. Uh, and, you know, you sort of stand back and say, does it become a self-fulfilling prophecy? I don't think it does. I think households look at their pocketbook. You know, a lot of the growth has been driven by immigration here in Canada. I say immigration and not innovation, and the standard of living continues to fall. Uh, you know, when you when you just look at what we're spending at the grocery store, gas, heating, uh, these are affecting everyday families. And you can't lump all Canadians together, John. I, I mean, there are some who have their mortgages paid off, and they say, okay, we have to pull back here because things are a little more expensive at the grocery store, but we've seen it before, we'll get through it. But if you're someone just starting out, or you're worried about your mortgage that's up for renewal, we talk about rates coming down, but they're not there yet. Okay, so let's talk about a couple of other financial stories, and actually I guess they're all interconnected. Uh, we'll leave retirement aside for the moment, and I wanted to sure. ask you about the story we originally asked you to comment on today before all this other news started coming in, uh, our falling productivity in Canada and what that means. People talk about productivity a great deal, but I don't think on average most of us understand exactly what it is. You know what? Productivity at, at the base level is a measure of efficiency. So it's how efficient individuals can execute a task using physical labor, or basically I could say how quickly a business can use its resources to move more products to production to the market. And I say that because when you increase this productivity, this drives our standard of living. Supply then rises, and when you have higher productivity, you have more supply, prices begin to fall. So you're right, John, it does all sort of connect. But when you look at Canada, because there hasn't been innovation, uh, private business 
investment is among the lowest when you look at the OECD countries. It's a challenge. And I'm going to say it comes down to, and this is just me speaking off the top of my head, but it comes down to skills development. Companies are not going to invest if they don't have the human capital to facilitate it. And I think Canadians want to upgrade their skills. But once again, we kind of look to the government, I think, for some innovative policy here. Well, that's what I was going to ask you is how do you stimulate productivity? You stimulate productivity um, usually with dollars. Like, like it comes down to, um, I'm going to say, at the very basic level, research. Um, I mean, when you think about our productivity is based on the fact that we have mediocre business investment. Um, Some would say lacking in government incentive, primarily in areas such as research development, machinery, all of this per worker. So when we improve our productivity, because we have the tools, we have the skills, we have the dollars to do it, that's when you see standard of living improving. And there have been so many reports that I've looked at, John, that suggest, you know, in 1981, go way back, uh, Canada ranked six out of 20 countries. Now we're 12. And, you know, they say that is continuing to drop. One last story, and we're looking at figures this morning that say that uh, Canada is one of the world's most expensive countries to retire in. I guess that makes sense if you think, you know, we could go to Mexico and get a house for 20% of the cost of one in Toronto. But how else does that factor in? Well, it still factors into the it costs us a lot to eat, to drive our cars, heating, all of it. And you're so right. When you said today's topic is all about, pro, um, you know, it's all interconnected. It's it all comes back to what the government is trying to do, or shall I say the Bank of Canada is trying to do, and that's lower inflation. So it makes it more affordable to live here. But here are two wild cards that I'll just throw out there. And I'm only looking at this. One is when you look at the employment data numbers and we have been holding our own wages are up. Hours worked are down. And so when I put the two together, once again, we're talking productivity. And I have to believe the Bank of Canada Governor Tiff Macklin's watching this closely. Thanks a lot, Patty. Always a pleasure. Thanks, John.